Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Dead. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you doing? How's it going? How are we feeling after this past weekend? A thrilling weekend. A weekend where we exercise some demons. And that the demons of being done on time. <laughs> As we'll get to all the weekend's fun and, and look ahead to what we got coming up this weekend, which is the last three games for the Black Bears in the 2023 calendar year but first before we get to where we're going we got to know where we've been and that was back at piney orchard for the last homestand of the 2023 calendar year and the philadelphia rebels came on down and uh took on the black bears friday night was uh, a heck of a night friday night was a heck of a competition between these two squads as uh business picked up a whole heck of a lot there was a plenty of stuff going on and, uh, yeah, good times had by all, some sort, some would say. But uh, nothing in the first period between the two squads. Plenty of chances on both sides of the uh, ice. Nothing happening there. Shots even 10-10, to 10, although I'm looking at the shootouts, shootout stuff here. I don't know if that's properly correct. But in any case, nothing-nothing uh, after one. It was teddy bear toss night, so... Uh, the fans were itching to throw their teddy bears on to the ice, and Maryland had a lot of chances in the second period of play, and uh, it would cash in on the power play, no less. The power play had, had been a little bit of a struggle bus for the Black Bears recently, but they had one in uh, last Saturday's game. They get one in this game as well. Uh, Sebastian Brockman breaking in from the point gets a great pass from Tyler Stern, who passes it to the opposite uh, opposite side of the ice, cross crease into open area. Brockman pinching down, pots home his second of the year with only 3:02 remaining in the frame. That was the teddy bear goal. Tyler Stern gets his first point as a Black Bear on the assist, and Jeremy Trombley gets a secondary assist for his third of the year. Black Bears up one to nothing going in to the final period of play, and in that final period of play, a little bit of a miscue uh, on the early going as during a power play, uh, the Rebels find a way, and they uh, block a pass, get in behind the defense, and Charles Pan Chisholm pots his seventh of the year uh, to make it one-to-one. Maryland had their chances late, as did the Rebels. Plenty of close calls in front, but uh, Colin Ronan was solid for Maryland. Jack Feltoff was solid for Philadelphia, and because of that, we go to overtime. Overtime solved nothing, and we go into a shootout. For uh, Philadelphia, though, they uh, were able to get the only goal as Charles Panchison beat Ronan, and uh, that was the only goal. Black Bears get shut out, and uh, that's all she wrote. 2-1 to one, the final score uh, with Colin Ronan making 28 saves in the defeat. Solid game for him. Overall, uh, he would get another kick at the can on Saturday night. And Saturday night was a little bit of a uh, bad start for the Black Bears. Let's not mince any words. They would get into penalty trouble uh, in the middle of the frame, and it seemed to bite him in the butt. Greg Spitznagel uh, gets a power play goal, his fifth of the season at 10-13. And then not long after that, with under five minutes to go, Ryan Bunting just as... The Black Bears' second penalty of the period was about to expire. He gets his third of the year on the power play. Two to nothing for Philadelphia. Maryland did have a lot of chances in the first. They did see the puck. See, they did see lanes. They did have chances. just could not get it back behind Feltoff. But uh, the Black Bears, they seem to catch a, catch a little bit of a vibe going on there. They had, had a little bit of something going 
into the middle of the second period. It took a little bit to stew, and maybe, just maybe, it could have been, A, a first off, a, pen- a big penalty kill, uh, a 5-on-3. That was just a weird happening in terms of the face-off violation, which I'll have to get clarification on. Um, maybe it was that big kill. Maybe it was Ray Perot going against uh, Brock Jones in a fight, taking him down. Maybe it was something. Maybe it was Memphis. Who knows? But the Black Bears get things going. Ryder Neenhouse gets his fourth of the year on a redirect in front of the net off a Luca Mel shot. And the Black Bears cut the lead in half. Uh, Luca Mel's fifth assist. Luke Janis, his eighth assist of the year there. Late into the frame, under four minutes remaining. Another power play goal for the Black Bears. This time, Luke Rubin, one shot, two shots, three shots for a dollar. Gets it in for his third goal of the year. Luke Amell, another assist on the power play, his sixth of the year. Jesse Horacek, 10th assist, ties the game up at two apiece going into the third. And Maryland was feeling uh, feeling the vibes. The vibes were good going into the third period. And it was a, a, a bit of a great showing from them defensively, not letting Philadelphia get into the uh, shooting lanes, not letting them get into uh, any kind of uh, situation where they would have a threat. And look at it again, a power play goal by Riley Rue, his third of the year. Uh, just a great play in front, cutting in on the last on the last ditch effort. There was only a few seconds left on the penalty to uh, Patty Fortune, and he goes backhand in the net for his third. Luca Mel another assist, his seventh of the season. Jesse Horacek another assist, his eleventh of the year. And Riley Rue would close it out with 29 seconds remaining. A great all-out effort by Michael Ergo. On this one, a great block, a great way to get the puck out of the zone, get control of it, find Rue, who was streaking up the center of the ice, and found the back of the open net. Rue's fourth of the year, Ergo's eighth assist, Trace Johnson getting an assist on that as well, his 11th of the year. Black Bears finally finish a home game in regulation for the first time since the New Hampshire series back in October. That Friday game was the last game that wasn't an overtime game, I do believe, on home ice. Um, so that that uh, is broken. As uh, Colin Ronan, 22 saves in this one. He uh, had a uh, had had a good good game after that. You know, just I think as a team, just in a, a, not a great first period for the squad overall. They all bounce back. They all get a W on this. However, in the other side of things, Maine got a couple of W's this weekend. So Maine takes over first place. On the Black Bears, even though they do have the same amount of points, Maine does have one more win and also have more wins in regulation and regulation and overtime. So they also have a game in hand as well. So that doesn't bode well for anybody. The Black the Black Bears, though, in that tie for first, are eight points up on the third place Northeast Generals, who they have not seen yet. Uh, but the Black Bears in the last 10, not so great, 4-3-3. Three, and three, And they will take on the Johnstown Tomahawks, who are sitting in fourth spot right now, 32 points for them, and they have won six of their last 10 games, including a sweep this past weekend of New Hampshire and Johnstown. Haven't seen them since the opening puck drop of the season, so it will be interesting to see how those changes on both sides of the puck uh, are going to affect everything and uh, how this will match up. A three-game set, um, one of those weird situations. Last year, the Black Bears had them had three game sets against Johnstown twice, and a couple years before that, Johnstown had had three game sets on their home ice. Uh, with the amount of teams in the East Division, 
Uh, it's not going to be two, three-game sets. It's going to be three-game set. And then I think in late January or early February, there's a Tuesday game, a random Tuesday game in Johnstown that the Black Bears will play. So well, it's going to be a heck of a time. But they only they only go up to Johnstown twice, once this weekend and once on a random Tuesday in the new year. So it uh, should be interesting, should be fun to see how this all pans out. Catch all the action if you're not going up to Johnstown. Uh, NAHL TV is the spot for you to get things going on that. Interview time, folks. Why not? As uh, we get things going here, of course, with uh, Coach's Corner, we've got uh, head coach Clint Millimock here joining us to uh, talk about the weekend that was some things that he saw on Saturday's game that turned things around for the Black Bears and also uh, going ahead to uh, shipping up to Johnstown for the weekend. Black Bears head coach Clint Millimock here. And Cl- coach, a uh, interesting weekend for you guys. Friday night, another overtime and shootout thriller. And then Saturday, it seemed those last two periods, you guys really kicked it into gear. Yeah, woke up a little bit. Yeah. Played with some passion, with a bit of anger. And, and um, uh, you know, we don't talk about guys when they're not here. So I think we're looking for guys that, that um, we're, in a, we're, we're in Youngstown for that week. I think we have a lot of good depth. And I think a lot of guys sometimes they get a new position. Now I'm on the power player. Now I'm PK. Like it takes a bit of time to adjust and be comfortable with that role. I think they they a lot of new guys did play a different role and they did step up and to get some goals. And and Rue's another one, right? Where he didn't play. He played a bit of power play last year when we needed a little little jump. And then now he's learning how to be one of the guys and do it every time and have a leg over the boards when there's a you know a penalty being called. And that does take a bit of an adjustment, but. Um, found a way. Game one was another tight, tight affair with a good, good goaltending, and then, and then game two, I thought Ronan was was good both games on the weekend, and uh, certainly we woke up after the first period, and, and I mean, we don't tap guys on the shoulder and say go fight. We tell guys to have passion, and, and at that point, Pro decided to take it upon his own, you know, put it on his own shoulders, and 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 get into it with with the guy on on Philly, and that really sparked our match. Like the guys love him. He's a great teammate, and you know he 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 took one for the team there. And, and it's not fun. You got a you're you're, you're punch the punch in the face competition, and b you're in the box for 15 minutes. And he's just a team guy. And it it did get our bench up. And the guys you could hear him on the bench talk about how important it was, like what he did for us uh, to wake up the bench. And and then we scored two shifts later. So those are things you look for. Hockey is a beautiful sport, but there is some some toughness to it. There's the the gray areas that you have to learn to exploit, and I thought we did a good job of that to get us uh, uh, ourselves back in the game. I was going to ask if that was if that fight was the one, and, and right before that, the killing of the five-on-three, after that very interesting face-off violation call, were those two events just the things that turned it around for you? Yeah, guys? and that's, that's a great point. I mean, the the PK, not only the kill, but how we killed it. I mean, I mean, I, I don't recommend this, but Mike Ergo dive in front of a puck and actually hit him in in the visor and and skipped um, away from the net. Um, that kid's another one. He just wears his heart on his sleeve. He shows up every practice, every game. You know, you know he's in it for the right reasons. And our bench that 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 definitely precipitated the the the, the fisticuffs with Perot, and and it woke up our bench. It, it inspired us. And he has a two minute five on three. It wasn't like, hey, we got ten seconds of five on three, then we're back to five on four. So uh, big saves, big blocks. Guys are eating pucks left, right, and center, and a whole bench was jumping up after each block. So. Yeah, big big time uh, effort from from a bunch of guys um, to 
that we needed needed it from. You guys are already at the halfway point. Thirty games in, yeah. thirty to go. What has been just looking at the season so far? What has been your evaluation of this team? Uh, it's still learning, um, learning how to play close games, learning how to win without scoring a bunch of goals, which we haven't scored a bunch as of late. Uh, we're hitting every hot goalie. We're kind of doing that loop where he's really good. I always say it's a combination of both. Like, are we hitting hot goalies or are we just struggling? I think there's a bit of, of truth to both. But, I mean, we're going into Johnstown, and guess who got goalie of the week? Yeah. Johnstown. <laughs> so, hey, here we go again. So, but the good news is, like, there is experiences for guys to learn how to figure it out, um, how to find ways to win. Uh, you're allowed to win one nothing. last I checked. Um, it, there's a lot of ways to win the game, so we're just finding different ways to, to, to score. The power play got going last week. Um, it's still not ideal and perfect, but it, it's a work in progress. But we got three goals out of it last week, which is huge for our confidence as a group, but also you know, to win a game. And you win a game, you're up 3-1 in the third, and, and two of those goals are power play goals. They're your difference maker, and, and, and that's important. So so for us, um, yeah, it was uh, it was. Um, uh, I guess our evaluation is we're still learning, we're still figuring things out. Um, there's a lot, a long way to go. But the one thing with us is, when I look at our league, like you have to defend. Um, I think we're the, one of the top teams in defending in the league again, and that's we take pride in that. We talk about it, and if we can't score a bunch, we have to learn how to defend. And you don't, you don't want to do is take away creativity and turn to a team that only wins one nothing. Like we want to score goals, and we're trying to score goals. But if we can't, are we still? aware of the 9,000 other things you have to do as a hockey player, and we're trying to teach them all those things. You're going into Johnstown in a three-game set and right before the <laughs> holiday break, uh, and you guys haven't had a break all season. It's been go, go, go since mm -hmm. the drop of the puck. How, uh, how can you keep these guys focused for these next three games, especially when they see a break ahead of them? Um, I mean, it, it's, they're pretty good about it. Our, our leadership's good, and that's what we tell our leaders. Like, hey, what are you going to tell the guys in the room? How do we get through this? And that's the question I ask them. What are you going to tell... Uh, some of the new players and tell some of the first year guys like Johnstown is, is like no other rink in our division. Um, it's a great atmosphere and we always take it as, as a fun place to go and not like, oh, the fans are all over you. It's intimidating. It's not. It's a fun place to play. Just like our building is. I think a lot of teams get a lot of energy. So they play hard at home. Um, they, they play hard everywhere the way they're coached. Uh, they defend well. So for us, it's going to be one shift at a time. The old cliches, focus on the task at hand. Don't get behind, get the lead. So we're going to really focus on this game, this time, and not look too far ahead. And it's hard for some young guys, especially if you do get behind, then it's a challenge of, hey, pull them back in. How do we get back into a game? Find a way. And that's what we're trying to teach. Pro did it last week. Ergo did it last week. Um, they all did, but those are two, obviously, highlights outside of scoring that got, got our team engaged. I think it's the type of team we have. Like Someone's going to do something to, to get us engaged, whether it's a big goal or a big hit. Or doing something on behalf of the team and that's what we try and teach what we try and recruit so um, it's it's never easy to play three and three um, especially on the road and especially in, in that building but you know what I, all I know is we did it to them last year here and I know there's gonna be a lot of talk from them like hey this we need to take it to them this year we owe them and we're not gonna have easy games and we expect that until until we prove otherwise, we, we have to be a hard, a hard team to play against, too. And, and that's the challenge we've got, and we accept it. Head coach Clint Milbach. Next, joined by Ray Perot. And Ray had uh, probably one of the things that sparked a bit of a comeback for the Black Bears. We'll talk about uh, that situation for him. 
uh, the you know knowing a lot of guys uh, from Ohio that are on uh, the Black Bear squad or in the Ohio Kentucky region, and also going back to Johnstown where he has a little bit of family ties uh, going for himself, not not including Michael J. Fox. Uh, Ray Perot joins us from the Maryland Black Bears. Ray, quite the weekend for you guys. What was your assessment of the weekend? Um, you know, the the first game, we uh, we definitely started off a, a little slower than expected and not really playing our, our type of game of hockey for sure. But, you know, in the second game, uh, we came out there a little slow off the start. Coach came in the second period, kind of uh, kind of gave us the one-two, you know, like let us know like, hey, better get better get going here or we're going to have a, it's going to be a tough day for us, you know. And so the boys took it upon themselves and um, went out there, got the energy back and ended up putting two in the second and two in the third and ourselves a game. You seem like a catalyst for that energy with the fight out there. Was that intentional <laughs> or is that just something where you're just emotions kind of boil over? And yeah, I mean, I, that shift, I didn't go out there looking for a fight, you know, that whole period. I didn't know if I was really going out there looking for a fight. And then, you know, you, you get into it with a guy and you're kind of just staring him in the eyes and then you don't want to be the second one to throw off your gloves, right? So threw him off first, got my, got my punches in and did the job for the team, I guess. So yeah, well, well. You played the last 10 games last year, and that kind of, did that help your transition to this year being full-time? Yeah, yeah, it did. You know, having the systems kind of in the back of my head already and um, knowing the coaching staff and knowing Clint and uh, knowing all these other guys, the returners and stuff too. So, you know, it was good to be able to come back and have, uh, have the relationships I already had with the guys and build on them and then build with the other new guys too. But, you know, definitely the 10 games last year definitely helped me. A lot of Ohio content on this roster. Um, for you, does that yeah. help help a lot in terms of guys you may have known, may have crossed basketball before? Yeah, you know, um, hockey's really a small world. It really is. You know, you got Lipset played with him when I was from all the way up from like you know youth hockey. You know, I've known the guy my whole life. Trace and uh, Shanks grew up uh, same uh, same youth team as me. Not youth team, but uh, same uh, eighteen U team. So I know those guys. And then yeah, I mean Cal Houston, another guy from Ohio. Yeah, no, but knowing, knowing the guys from in the past to come into play Maryland, it's, you know, it helps a lot for sure. Now you're going into Johnstown this weekend. You have a little bit of a connection with Johnstown. Your brother played there for yeah, a few did. years. Has he given you any tricks about how to play in that arena? Yeah, you know, he, he always says he really loves it in Johnstown. You know, the, uh, the environment is great. You know, the fans are great there. And I guess with uh, the away team, must be the away team going in there. Um, it's going to be a little different than he was in there. You know, he's not going to go, we're not going to get all the praise, you know, or maybe hear a little couple thumbs down at parole sure. this time instead of a thumbs up. So, yeah, maybe we'll go out there and we'll, maybe we'll throw another one down and get that crowd going, right? And that'd be great. Hey, yeah. thir you're 30 games in, you got three more this weekend before a big break. For you guys, how, how much have you had to dig deep to make sure this long stretch you guys have been able to maintain? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're getting down to the, uh, to the end of the, to the end of the road here until Christmas break and I guess just keeping our keeping our heads in it and uh, staying mentally focused throughout the these last three games and the past games that you said you know it's just it's all a mental battle to start with and the physical will come later on the game when you're on the ice but it all starts from when you wake up in the morning and you come to the rink once you're what's your uh, what are you thinking what are you what's your mindset for the day and all that so yeah no yeah. <laughs> Ray Perot Maryland Black Bears there you go Next up, Luke Rubin, who had one of the power play goals this weekend. As uh, talk about his 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 goal, talk about everything going on in terms of playing at home, and also a look ahead at Johnstown. Luke Rubin of the Maryland Black Bears joins us right now. And Luke, it's a tough weekend for you guys. You get three or four points. Of course, you want to get four or four, but uh, your assessment of the weekend. 
I think it was a big character building weekend for us. I mean, I know we didn't play our best the first game. I think everyone in the room knows that, but we really bounced back, especially after a tough first period in the second game. And the big comeback win, I think, really gets us going into a good weekend against Johnstown. So I think I'm pretty excited for this weekend, yeah. especially with how we're playing. During the, during the line saluting the crowd on Saturday night, you were telling you guys are back. I mean, it's almost like you guys almost never left either, too. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I was really excited. Um, you know, it was a big game, and I was saying we are back. I mean, it's been a while since we won at regulation at home, I feel like, and um, I feel like it was really needed to keep our energy up as a group, and this week our energy has been, I feel like, way better than it has in the past couple of weeks just because of that win. So. Yeah, it's been October, last time you guys won in regulation at home. It was yeah. a long stretch, but you had a contributing factor under that. What did you see on your goal? just seemed like you kept hacking at it until it went in. Yeah, I mean, our power play um, just kind of put together a unit, and that's a unit with four age-outs and me, and like they've taught me so much, especially those four guys, so to be able to play with them in that situation was really helpful for me, and Jesse just threw it on the net, and the puck just stayed there until it went in, so I'm just happy to be there, right spot, right time. How has your advancement been going coming into the NA, just with kind of no, no prior, uh, I guess, engagement with it? How has it been transitioning from where you are to where you are now? I mean, it's not been the easiest, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, the older guys for me have made it so much easier. I mean, they've given me all their knowledge, systems, how to play, stuff coach likes, how to do this, how to do that. So that's been really helpful for me. I think it's helped me out a ton. And playing at home, does that help you out a ton too? It does. I love playing at home. I'm from here. I've been going to games since the Black Bears were a thing. So to be able to now play for them and play in front of the same crowd is pretty special. Now I'm sure that the older guys have taught you about what Johnstown has to offer for you guys. What have they given? What kind of insight have they given you uh, going into this weekend? I'm just block out the noise. I mean, I've heard that place can get pretty rowdy and something I kind of look forward to. But I'm hoping to keep them quiet for this weekend. Luke Rubin and the Maryland Black Bears. And finally, the uh, Bear goal man himself, uh, Sebastian Brockman. We'll talk about that. And uh, if uh, any of the guys in there were aiming for the uh, Teddy Bear goal, also talk about his time uh, with Shattuck St. Mary and how that is able to help him uh, transition into the NHL, as well as having family ties to the Maryland Black Bears as well. Sebastian Brockman of the Maryland Black Bears joining me right now. And uh, Sebastian, heck of a weekend for you guys. What your thought on the, on the whole weekend against Philly? You know, I thought we played pretty well in the first game. You know, we just couldn't get pucks to fall. But uh, in the second game, we had a slow start. But we were able to battle back and get really strong two periods and played resilient. And uh, it was a big team win in the second night. Now, on the first night, you got the Black Bears uh, teddy bear toss goal. Was that something that you guys in the room were kind of competing against each other to try to get? Uh, it wasn't much. No, it wasn't much talk. It was just more, you know, just stick to the game plan. It was pretty cool to do it. You know, my parents were here, so it was special to see all those teddy bears fly instead of fish. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was cool. Uh, now, you do have a family connection here. You are second generation Black Bear with your brother playing here in 21-22. Um, what kind of... I guess, heads up did he give you before coming uh, here this season? Uh, he, he, he just told me what to expect, you know, the physicality, the skill, everything. You know, you just you know, have to play the way you, you're supposed to play and not get out of uh, how, you're, how you play as a personal experience, I guess I should say. Um, and just stick to the game plan, trust the coaching staff, and have fun, most importantly. You know, luckily I had the same billet that he did, so... It was, it's pretty special being here. Now, before you came here, uh, Shattuck St. Mary is where you attended beforehand, a very high, highly touted prep school. How did that help 
ease your way into the NAHL? Uh, it helped a lot because, you know, a lot of the stuff we did at Shattuck, we do here. So it helps, the, you know, the training, the, the amount of times we're on the ice per day, uh, all the extra work, it, it, everything kind of, it's, it's like um, a preparation, it's preparation for the next level. And, it, you know, Shattuck helped a lot. It's always a special place for me. And, you know, I'm thankful for it. And now that I'm here, it's awesome. And you guys got three games and three nights against Johnstown. You're past the halfway point of the season. Uh, haven't had a break yet, but the Christmas break is seeing us. What do you guys need to do to dig deep uh, for these next three games and possibly get six points out of it? Yeah, I just think we need to stick to our systems, you know, uh, just play the way we know how to play. And if we do that, we'll have a lot of success this weekend. Sebastian Brockman and Maryland Black Bears. Thanks to Coach Clint and uh, also to Luke and Sebastian and, of course, Ray for their time uh, to, to give out and also to Jess and Chris. All the Black Bears for helping getting this all arranged. Uh, all the videos will be up on the Twitter site there. Uh, some alumni news as uh, we'll get you updated on some of the alumni that are playing. And uh, Kobe Keller, who only played three games for the Black Bears in their first season, he's in his fifth year at University of Wisconsin Stout. He's got four goals and six assists for 10 points in his last season in 11 games so far for uh, University of Wisconsin Stout Division Three. Aaron Swanson, who's also at a University of Wisconsin, but he's in Eau Claire uh, doing some work down there. Two goals, two assists in uh, only 13 games so far, and this will be his uh, third se- or fourth season. Could possibly have that COVID year to work with as well to get another season on his books. Reed Liebold is down at Endicott, Univ- uh, Endicott College. rather. Only played th- uh, three games so far for Endicott. No points to show for it as of yet. A little bit of a rough start in a new place, but we hope to see him getting things going in the near future. Laker Aldridge continuing to rip up the ACHA with 11 goals in 12 games so far for Ohio University. 15 points total on the board. A little off from his uh, 27 goals, 29 assists from last year, but hey, what can you do? A good stat line nonetheless. And finally, Brody Simcoe, who played uh, one regular season and one playoff game for the Black Bears last season, now playing with the Ogden Mustangs in the NCDC out there in Ogden, Montana. Nine goals and seven assists for 16 points in 23 games for the Butler PA uh, native. So there you go, a little bit of alumni news, and we are going uh, away now. It is time for us to uh, look ahead to Johnstown. Again, all the action on NAHL.TV, or is it NAHLTV.com? One of those. They'll have the hamster running, I'm sure, out there in Johnstown. Three games set Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so stay tuned for all of that action. Uh, Also, check out Defending Den MBB. I'll be doing some live tweeting from the game on the Twitter and all that fun stuff that comes with it. But uh, we've done it again. We will talk to you next week about the three games in Johnstown. See what happens as we head into the uh, holiday break. So uh, that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show, Media Faction and Podcast Monsters, at Defending Den MBB, ClutchingCrabHockey.com for all the good stuff that's happening there. But until next week or next time I see you, you guys be well, be safe, uh, stay warm, and I'll talk to you next time through. Peace.